Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, it's a Wednesday edition of the show, and game day is tomorrow. The Eagles take on the Houston Texans Thursday night football. We'll take a first look at that matchup coming up next. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in Eagles fans to a Wednesday edition of the show. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. Today's episode of Lockdown Eagles is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, going up to ten times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Lockdown. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. Gino, we're on a short week. We did stock up, stock down yesterday. The Eagles dominated the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday to get to 7-0, and but we got another matchup to talk about this Thursday night against the 1-5-1 Houston Texans, and this is a game where you likely can't brag as much as these past games. This is the best team in the league when it comes to record against a team with the fewest amount of wins. I think they should handle this one. I mean, nothing's easy in the NFL, but... This is going to be as easy as it comes. Even on a short week, I think they have the advantage and uh, they should be the heavy favorite. They absolutely will be the heavy yeah. favorite. I mean, double-digit favorite for sure. Do you know the line but right now at Bet Online? Uh, it's we got to be double digits, right? We haven't done our LOE3 yet. We yeah, will yeah. We'll get that out tomorrow before yeah. the game. But I think Nick Sirianni in his post-game press conference against Pittsburgh had a very good point on these short weeks. The team that thinks it's the advantage – it's really a disadvantage because if you're going to go into this week and think that, oh, this team is traveling on the road, you have the advantage of playing at home, that's going to work against you. You have to treat this like any other game. The Eagles, luckily, unlike many teams that go into these Thursday night games, are going to be relatively healthy. Right now they right. only have Jordan Davis and Josiah Scott listed as out. Nobody else showed up on the injury report. That's one of the advantages that you have to – play to your no pun intended advantage and they're and fresh you, coming off a bye week Gino that's the thing I mean, they played Pittsburgh you'll on get Sunday, another mini buy as well right after this. they just got a ton of rest uh the Texans are really banged up so mm-hmm. Houston's at a disadvantage right now did not practice for yesterday for the Texans Brandon Cooks Desmond King was limited. Uh, Christian Harris, their starting linebacker, the second-round pick from Alabama. Uh, a starting receiver, Nico Collins, did not practice. Graylon Arnold, who we're familiar with. Malik Collins. A bunch of key players on both sides of the ball for Houston. Uh, pretty banged up right now. So although they're the home team, on a short week, they're the ones that are, and again, already at a disadvantage because they're just not a very talented team. But the Eagles are the healthier, fresher football team. And let's get ahead of this. This was scheduled years ago. This is one of those yes. rotational games where you play right. the AFC South every four years. Unlike the Pittsburgh game, that was with the addition of the 17th game. You finished in the same spot as Pittsburgh last year. You end up playing them. That's the rotation. But this only happens every four years. It's not the Eagles' fault that the AFC South is as bad as This it isn't is. college football and, where you're picking your schedule. No, no, it is not. And the Eagles – They got all this hate for the past three years being a good team in the worst division in football. Well, they're in the best division in football since the realignment back in 2003. They had the highest win percentage of any division 
through eight weeks so far. And the Philadelphia Eagles have a lot to do with that, how they are able to take care of business week in and week out. If you want a recipe for how to beat Houston, I think you take that same exact formula from the Pittsburgh game, maybe add a little bit more man coverage, allow that front to do more, and don't allow Davis Mills to gain any confidence. Go in there and impose your will in this game, and that's what the Eagles have to do. Don't play down to your opponent. Don't have any change in how you go out there mentality-wise. You right. just have to realize that this is a chance to move to 8-0 and in a division where there's teams right behind you. The Giants are right behind you. The Cowboys are right behind you. You have a little bit of a lead, but if you want to get out to a head start and put all that pressure on the rest of the teams come Sunday and knowing you have a mini buy before you go and take on Washington in a week and a half, take care of business on Thursday so all of the outside noise could go right. And the Vikings are also, I mean, you have a head-to-head tiebreaker on them, but they're 6-1. and one. They're only a right. game back, too. Uh, I can't imagine this Eagles team. They're very disciplined, very mature. The veterans and the young players, even against one of the worst teams in the league on a short week, coming off a big win. A lot of the times, this is like the exact recipe for a trap game, Gino, but I don't feel like this Eagles team is very susceptible to trap games. And the talent gap between these two rosters is just so significant. I'm not sure. I mean, Houston, it can be kind of like Detroit where they fight you for a quarter and a half and they empty out the tank and give you everything they have. But for four quarters, I don't know how the Eagles lose this football game, but it is the NFL. Anything can happen. And it still is a very important matchup for the birds tomorrow night. Gino and I will continue to take a first look at this matchup coming up next right here on lockdown Eagles. But first guys, a shout out to one of our sponsors of the day. And it's simply safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system. So that's more families that can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy the advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Here's why we absolutely love Simply Safe, whether it's controlling the system from your phone with the app, watching the crystal clear HD live stream from your security cameras, the wide variety of high-tech sensors, they really give you peace of mind with 24/7 monitoring agents or Simply Safe's tech support staff always on hand. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods and other threats to your home. It's 24-7 professional monitoring service, and it costs less than a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professional installed system. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend on Lockdown Eagles. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system. It's simplysafe.com slash lockdown. That's simplysafe.com slash lockdown. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com, excuse me, slash lockdown NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. This is Locked on Eagles, a Wednesday edition of the show. And uh, we got one more podcast before the Eagles play another game. Thursday night football against the Houston Texans. We'll have crossover Thursday tomorrow morning for you with the hosts of the Locked on Texans podcast. Philadelphia Phillies play tomorrow night too, Gino. Um, and uh, the Eagles game is actually on WIP. So some baseball fans not happy about that. So it's a, it's a big day in Philly sports. I don't know what more 
or what the sports gods could have done to please Philadelphia fans in the last couple weeks or so. Got to shout out the Philadelphia Union. They're playing for their first ever MLS Cup on Saturday. The Phillies, they're up two oh, to man. one. They last quite literally caused, Park, dude. They caused felt, an earthquake. Yeah, it, it got picked like, up on Penn State's Richter scale. That's yeah. crazy. I would say that just watching that game, when Bryce Harper hit that first home run, it reminded me so much of the 2017 NFC title where it's like, this is the greatest city for sports on the planet. When that yeah, the crowd Patrick Robinson uh, yeah. pick against yes. Minnesota, very similar to In, that. Yes. Incredible. And the Eagles have a matchup Thursday that's you know definitely not as high stakes but against the 1-5-1 one and five and one Houston Texans, but it's 7-0. This is an important game. They're trying to keep their undefeated season alive. As Gino mentioned before, they're only a game up against the Dallas Cowboys and a game and a half in the New York Giants. So the Minnesota Vikings are right behind them trying to hang on to this one seed. It's a very important game. And Gino, overall, again, I, they should just be such heavy favorites. This Texans team is completely depleted. I don't know, man. Is It It might be the least talented roster in football. Like Even you look at other one-win teams like the Lions and – you look at the Jaguars, who have a positive point differential this year. There are a lot more pieces on this those rosters. Houston is absolutely picked clean. I would imagine that next to zero beat reporters from the Houston team will be there, and they'll be up in Philadelphia right. covering the baseball game. So it should be a heavy home field advantage as well for all the Eagles beat writers that are going down there. And like you said, Lou, this is one of the least talented rosters in football. And let's take a step back to about a year ago when before the season started, there were discussions that the Eagles could be in that same tier as Houston. And you and I both pushed back on that ideology. And I don't think we've ever been more right about the outlook of the team, especially sitting here right now, how far removed we are from that. And the reason yeah. why was because we believed in the personnel. We believed in the coaching changes. We believed that the structure between everybody in power was much better than it was under Doug Peterson with that rift that him and Howie had that we had later come to find out was real and now we're sitting here saying how aren't the eagles the best football team right now and they're taking care of business against quite literally everybody and this is another one of those games where you look back and i look back to the 2017 year this is another run in that game where you played chicago you played san fran you played denver this is a very similar outlook where those teams yeah. They didn't have all the pieces together. They were rebuilding, and you had to go in there and dominate that opponent. This Philadelphia Eagles team, with the leadership, like you had said, the veteran presence that they have, they've been on the wrong side of games like this in the past over the last few years where they have played down to their competition. That Pittsburgh game was a very promising sight to see yeah, maybe right. they might hang around, but we're the best team at the end of the day. And yeah. if we can get out to a double-digit victory, we're going to do that. And I could see that happening on Thursday as well. It's a huge opportunity, just like 2017, to play inferior opponents. And a lot of people are saying, you know, maybe it's not ideal because you're not playing, you know, top-tier, you know, measuring stick games. But we've already talked about this on the show, that they've beaten quality opponents. They beat the other top two seeds in the NFC. But uh, why this is huge, again, is that one seed is so important to get mm -hmm. home field advantage. And, Gino, it's the only bye week that you get nowadays, whereas in 2017 that was different. And we know how important home field advantage was. If the playoffs runs through the link, if it didn't in 2017, they probably don't win a Super Bowl. And so that's very important nowadays, too, to make sure you secure that home field advantage. So getting on a run where you get to play teams like the Steelers and Texans, that's an 
amazing opportunity. And it is funny though, Gino, you kind of talk about where these two teams were, you know, a few years ago and they kind of had the same thing happen at the same time where they both had what they thought were long-term franchise quarterbacks. Of course, we know Deshaun Watson's off the field problems that were his own doing. But when you look at just both teams, they kind of set the, the offensive system, the, the support system for Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz were not great, but it, it's, it makes you appreciate the Eagles, how quickly they've recovered from that dark time compared to Houston. They have not recovered and they're not even close. Whereas Philadelphia only took two years to become again, the most talented roster in football. So it, again, this is the Eagles, this two year turnaround, they keep doing from you remember 2015 where they're at rock bottom and two years later, they're hosting the Lombardi trophy. 2020 they're at rock bottom now again they're the one seed that's not the reality for every nfl team like things can turn around fast but sometimes you got a team like the texans that are down bad that are going to take years and they still look a long ways away i think there's two good points that you could take away from that and one is the structure that jeffrey lurie has for his organization is that even if we are bad we are going to put all of the resources that we have to change this thing around as fast as possible. Unlike teams like the Jets, Houston, Jacksonville, those teams, they might put in some resources, go for it one year, but they don't have that consistency. And it might go to Howie Roseman failing so many times, but he has learned lessons from that. And another thing I want to add on to your point is that the bye week, if they get the one seed, Lou, you look at what they did against Pittsburgh with uh, two weeks to prepare I like their odds of going against anybody with their offensive coaching staff having two weeks to game plan, putting together a bunch of plays that are new, that look like things you have done in the past, but really get the defense guessing. And the last point I want to talk about here is the fact that in 2017, towards the end, Lou, there was a little while where the Eagles almost didn't have that one seed. They got... Close. They got into a, a little rough patch towards the end there. So these games, you talk about strength of schedule, I don't care. Every game is important in the National Football League because if the NFC continues on this pace and this trajectory, if you drop this game, and let's say you drop that game to either Washington or Indy, now these yeah. teams are right on your heels. Even at 7-0, and you can't afford a hiccup. It's it's crazy no. to say seven, eight weeks through the season you're undefeated and you can't afford a loss. You, you really can't. You know, I mean, you have – the good thing is you already have – a head-to-head tiebreaker on Minnesota. You've already beaten Dallas once, so things are looking really good. But, yeah, I mean, it's close. There are a ton of teams up there with you. And what you have to learn is that you have to take care of business and everything else will handle itself. And I think as Eagles fans, we've kind of figured that out, that towards the end of the year, when all the seeds are trying to get figured out, The Eagles, when they handle business, they come out on the right end of things. I go back to 2008 when you had to have, I believe it was the Raiders beat the Buccaneers and then Houston beat somebody else and both those teams won. Then you go and win 44-6. to Then you get into the playoffs and you win two games and you have a chance to go and play Pittsburgh. That's the thing with the Eagles. They just have to worry about themselves. Don't worry about the outside noise. Don't worry about your strength of schedule. Just win football games because at the end of the year – Nobody's going to go through 17 games and say, oh, let, let's take it down like the college football playoff does due to strength of schedule. That doesn't happen in the NFL. That didn't happen in A win is a win. Yeah. Right, exactly. 
And again, they've beaten some good teams as well. And yeah, this is one of this is probably the easiest opponent on your schedule. But you still mm-hmm. got to take care of business, and um, you know it's going to be a big matchup tomorrow night against Houston. Gino will continue to take a look at this matchup uh, coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. We know all our Eagles and Phillies and Union fans will be tuning into all the sports going on Thursday, specifically the ones in Philadelphia. And if you want to get in on the action with some daily fantasy, check out our friends over at Prize Picks. They're the presenting sponsor of the show. We've talked about Prize Picks at length. Lou and I love using Prize Picks because you're only going against yourself. A lot of these daily fantasy pools, you're going up against five, six thousand people. All of these people have these computers that are putting together the best roster. Well, guess what? At Prize Picks, all you have to do is select two to five players from any sport you can imagine. You can do disc golf, you can do Euro basketball. You can do cricket, WNBA, whatever you want to pick. You pick two to five players, and all you have to say is they're going to go over or under their predicted amount of points. And if you pick correctly, you can win up to 10 extra money. As I said, you're only competing against yourself. You can get in on any sport. It takes less than 60 seconds to make your picks. You can get fast and easy withdrawals after you win that money. And it's not gambling. It's daily fantasy. You're betting against yourself. You're saying, I know what is going to happen in these games. I'm going to pick two to five players that I'm confident in, and I'm going to have a chance to win 10x my money. And the cherry on the top is that if you use promo code LOCKDOWN, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, they'll give you 100% deposit match on your first $100. So if you put in 100, you'll get an extra 100 to bet. If you put in 50, you'll get an extra 50 to bet. Tell them Lockdown sent you. Get on the action, and we know. Go Philadelphia sports. Thank you to our friends over at Prize Picks. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, make sure your second listen is the Lockdown Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insight only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri, and we're taking a first look at tomorrow night's matchup between the Eagles and the Texans. The Texans rocking those uh, brand new red helmets. Gino, I actually do like those a lot, though. I think Houston, we got to talk least, about this. They're going to look. Good. To they're not going to play good, probably, but they're going to look good. I don't care if you figured this out before the season. You know that your baseball team is taking on the Phils, which quite literally have a hashtag called Red October. And you yeah. are going to wear your yeah. red jerseys <laughs> and paint yeah. the end zone red while playing a Philadelphia team. That's just bad. You have Eagles to go fans back. fans that are at the game, they should bring the red towels. That would be amazing. You have to. You have to. It's red October. The Phils ah, are hot. That's good. The that's Eagles good are point. going to take out this red team. I don't care what the schedule is, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm surely sick of this talk. Emmanuel Acho, you could come on this show and debate us all you want. I will call you out right now. This Eagles team, I don't care if you said they haven't played anybody. They beat the next two highest seeds in the NFC. They have taken on any opponent, AFC, NFC, and they've beaten them. They're the only team that has consistently won at this level. Jalen Hurts has just won his 10th consecutive regular season game. What more do you want to see from this football team before people can talk positively about them and not have a negative? Because every other team, oh, the Bills, the Chiefs, They have nothing wrong, but when they do, they have problems, but it's only the Eagles that we talked about. 
That's one thing that really it's because they know. And I saw Colin Cowherd doing this with the bills today too, going after them that they haven't won anything yet. And that the Packers win wasn't that impressive. They target passionate fan bases because they know they're going to react. And that's just the matter of the fact that the Eagles are the most complete team in football right now with an MVP caliber quarterback. And they, like you said, they've beaten some good teams. So all of that to me is just outside, you know, useless noise. So mm-hmm. um, this, this game against the Texans though, one of the easier ones of the schedule they need to take advantage of this and get to 8-0. Gino, you know, again, their roster is just not great. Um, but when you look at their defense, one thing they do have is a pretty solid pass defense led by Derek Stingley, who we loved coming out of LSU. Him and mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner were 1A, 1B, right? I think we were a little surprised Stingley went ahead of Gardner, but Stingley's been just as good as advertised. The Texans actually... When it comes to their pass defense, they've given up the eighth fewest passing yards this year. So um, it's, it's not a pushover through the air. I think this is the game where you set up the run to establish the pass. Make them load the box. Yes. Make them play one-on-one on the outside. And then you take it from there. I think we're going to see a heavy dose of Jalen Hurts to start. I think we'll see a heavy dose of Miles Sanders. This is one of those games where you talk about trench play, right? Why are teams bad in the National Football League? Well, it boils down to how good and physical they are on the offensive and defensive lines. This Eagles offensive line is healthy, fully healthy for the first time in quite some time. Go out there and impose your will against this Houston team. And, Gino, the Texans are dead last this year against the run. So, although they're eighth right now against the pass, they are 32nd against the run. The Eagles were the best running team in football last year. I think – LOE three on Friday, probably going to hammer some overs when it comes to rushing totals for Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, I think this is a game where you control clock, time of possession. Um, You know, even though they're the eighth best passing team, you you can defense, you you can still throw on this team. When you have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Scott, you're matchup proof. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a game where just let the offensive line and the running game just dominate. Give Hurts a little break and, you know, just uh, take the win the way you can get it and get out of there. The one thing I don't want to see, though, and this is kind of playing down to your opponent, is the offense to just come out there and be stale, like not doing any new formations, not throwing in the motion, because I I think it was the game before Pittsburgh against Dallas. No, it was the week before Dallas. Who did we play the week before Dallas? Uh, Arizona, Arizona. where you came out and there wasn't a lot of motion. It it was just like, let's go out there. We're going to call the offense and we'll, we'll see what happens. And you saw the results. And then Dallas, you started to get back to it. And Pittsburgh especially, you saw how creative they were on the offensive side of the football. I know a lot of that has to do with the two weeks to prepare, but you should have been preparing for this Houston game as well during that that two weeks because you knew that you had a short week coming up. So go out there, continue to dial up things, and make offenses or defensive coordinators rather in the future have to look at this Houston game and not just going to skip past it. They're going to take a look and say, oh, they did some fun things here. We got to account for yeah. this. We have to account for the the backside leak when they're overloaded to the right side. That's one thing I don't want to see. Go out there and do what you have done in these games and on defense as well. Don't play soft zone. Don't allow Davis Mills to eat up a bunch of clock because the one negative out of that game was how much Pittsburgh held the ball. You want to dominate time of possession because in games where you're playing far superior opponents, if you don't get off the field and you allow them to right. chew up a bunch of clock, that's where it's going to come back to bite. Yeah, you so can you only know. beat yourselves in this matchup. Mm. I, I think 
you know, could could you beat this team going 70%? Probably, but I agree with you. Don't come into the game with that kind of mindset. No. I think some Eagles teams in the past might have, but I don't think this Eagles team will for sure. 2018, the only guy, Tennessee, Carolina, you. brother. We I'm saw with it. you, though. Jonathan Gannon is the one guy that just – last year he, he went after young quarterbacks, but last week maybe it was because they were winning so much with a five-man pass rush, a four-man pass rush a lot of the time. But I'd like to see some blitzes. Just, you know, don't make anything easy for Davis Mills. Um, so right. – it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. Kickoff tomorrow night. We got one more show for you, though. Crossover Thursday with the group over at Locked On Texans. Subscribe to Locked On Eagles on all podcast platforms. For a show Monday through Friday, we're free and available wherever you get the podcast, on YouTube as well, and on Twitter. Hit us up at Locked On Birds, at DBLCLOE LOE, and at GC24 underscore football. Once again, thanks so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Make sure your second listen is the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. Again, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available wherever you get your shows. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of LOE. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go birds. Fly Eagles fly.